Hey, you got him with this one, dog. It's so soulful. Let's take him back. Come on. Hey, remember back in the block in the summertime when the sidewalk got so boiling hot that the heat from the street almost melts your flip flops. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the first episode of Dad Hard with a podcast. I am your host and the creator of the show, Mo Green, and welcome once again to all my do-dadders, fellow fathers, potential parents, and anybody else listening and tuning in. Thank you very much for clicking that button and giving me a gander. I really appreciate the love. Once again, this is the first episode of Dad Hard with a podcast. This is a new pod for any dads or even a mom or just new parents or general or anybody's thinking about being parents uh, that's just like me trying to figure out what the hell we're doing when it comes to raising our kids. Uh, Now, forgive me. I'm trying to work out my radio voice because I'm newer to this podcast thing than I am to fatherhood. So just bear with me and we're going to keep it rolling. Uh, currently, I am six weeks in to dadding hard and I am the proud father of a beautiful, gorgeous, and seemingly happy baby girl. And man, has it been one hell of an experience during which I am the true definition of the phrase, fake it till you make it. Uh, But for real though, I freaking love being this girl's father. That is at least until she learns the word no, or she turns about 14, 15, and I need to start investing in some shotguns for these boys coming around knocking on my door at all hours of the night. But We can save that for like episode 830 something if we make it that long. And hopefully we do with your support. But for now, I really feel like I've been reborn and like given a whole new purpose in life. And that purpose is being this girl's dad. Um, The only hitch of it is that I have absolutely no idea what the fuck I'm doing. But then I found out that like all new parents, none of us really do. And that's exactly the reason why I decided to start the podcast. See, during my wife's pregnancy, which seemed more like 140 weeks instead of just 40, I tried as hard as I could to prepare myself for this whole parenting thing. And what I found out is while there's an abundance of outlets for moms, expecting moms, etc., like I'm talking literally thousands of blogs, Websites, books, podcasts, pregnancy trackers, baby development trackers, the best food for a baby development nutrition trackers, doctors, your OB, in-person support groups, pediatrician support groups, you know, lactation specialists, Facebook meetup groups, and literally an app that is Tinder for new and expecting moms where you sit there and swipe right or left if you want to chat or meet up with the random woman that's on your screen. That's pretty crazy. It's cool, but it's pretty crazy. Uh, But there are not nearly as many outlets for dads. Sure, there are a few blogs, there are a couple podcasts, and like, they're cool, they're fine, you know? But I just didn't think that they spoke to me. And, you know, 
every time I would go and try to listen to one, I try to read a blog to find out like something about actual experience of fatherhood, all I found was kind of just the same stuff over and over again. And that's burp holds, bathing techniques, how to feed a bottle after your baby comes off the boob, and then the constant reminder that your wife or partner is going to say all sorts of fucked up shit to you while she's pregnant, while she's in the delivery room, and while your baby is in like the first, let's say, 18 years of life. Um, well, that would that would help. That would help because it is fucking true. And I'm sure that is helpful to every father out there. I'm sure it prevents divorces every day. But, you know, that's really about it. There's nothing, like I said, that really prepares you for the day-to-day ins and outs acts of being a father. And now that I am a father, what I realize is that there's probably not a lot of content out there because the only way to actually prepare is to go through it. And now that I am going through it, I want to share my experiences in real time with other guys and gals, if y'all are interested, um, that are in my shoes or planning to walk them. You know, new parents. This is a this is a, a road that we never walked down before, and it's a beautiful journey, and there's no real roadmap. So, you know, I figure if I share my experiences, then maybe it will give you some semblance of a frame of reference to relate to as you go through it also. And, you know, also because my wife has it much worse than I do, and God forbid I try to put my problems on on her, you know what I mean? And I need some kind of outlet to talk to, you know what I mean? So I appreciate you people for being that outlet for me. Uh, But what the plan is here is that I want to take every episode, you know, and and do each week, starting with the week that I'm in right now, which is week six, because I I guess apparently uh, week six is when these babies stop being just one tiny little ball of peeing, pooping mush. And actually kind of become something. Um, And I want to touch briefly on like the changes and development that I'm seeing in my daughter. Hopefully, again, as a frame of reference for dads along the same time frame as me and and future dads. So that they can go back and and see what they should maybe be expecting. I don't know if my daughter's perfect, but at least it's something, you know. Um, But I also want to give you uh, a, a different guest every week. I want to have a different guest dad come on the show and talk about his experiences because all of our experiences are the same. But what I found in talking to my friends that are fathers and other fathers that are obviously fathers, uh, that it's like a brotherhood and we all kind of go through the same stuff. Um, And this is going to be an outlet to kind of talk about that with with other guys. And also with these guests, I'll talk about specific topics uh, that may be related to the week at hand or or something that I saw my daughter that week or the previous week or may just kind of be random topic of of parenting or or fatherhood. Um, And and hopefully it's going to be something that they don't teach you in school or any of those other dad blogs out there uh, because they don't teach you a lot. So. While I'm absolutely no expert at this dad thing, like I said, I am six weeks in. Uh, My hope is to generate some lighthearted and hopefully entertaining and even more hopefully helpful content um, that will guide, although I might not be the perfect person to guide anybody through anything, but at least it's something again, like I said, uh, you know, but 
add some guidance for guys and gals in my shoes are planning to walk in them. Um, but secretly, secretly, the real reason is to have an audio diary that I can give to all those boys showing up to my door 16 years down the road at my door at four o'clock in the morning looking for my daughter. Yup, that's it right there. This is the embarrassing time. All these poop-filled anecdotes. There you go, little girl. Boys, you can keep walking now. Like I told you, father year right here. That's what I'm going for. But seriously, that's what I want to do. I, want, I hope that it's helpful and, and hopefully entertaining. You see, I like to joke around. Um, now, what this definitely will not be is an outlet for product reviews or advice on whether you should get the upper baby stroller or the baby jogger stroller because I'm going to be honest with y'all. I have no idea. I don't know the difference. My wife did all that. So you can advert your attention to the mommy blocks and let me keep on rolling. The other thing that this will definitely not be is an outlet for medical advice on what's happening with your child. I'm not a medical professional. I don't plan to be a medical professional. Um, so like, you know, if you're looking for uh, something that's yeah, an answer for why your, your daughter won't stop crying for four hours straight, probably ain't the place to come. Uh, actually, you know what? You can refer back to this episode and here's what I'll tell you. If your daughter or your son is crying for four hours on end and you don't know what's wrong, you know what it means? That means you should pick up the phone and call your goddamn doctor. Let them do it. They know what they're talking about. I don't know why you listen to a podcast. Your, your baby's crying. But seriously, um, that's not what this will be about. You know, if I have, you know, maybe my daughter will go through something and I'll give you that experience and maybe that'll help. But seriously, people, first rule of dad, though, if you don't know what's wrong with your child, but you know something's wrong, pick up the phone and call your pediatrician. That's rule number one right there. I'm telling you, father of the year, telling you, I promise. Uh, but what this will be, and my hopes is what this will be, is a... Um, is an outlet and an open platform, open space for us dad to learn by and share our experiences. That will hopefully help each other to dad hard while not completely screwing up our children. Um, with that said, if you're interested in sharing your experience or you want to come on a pod or you have specific topics you'd like to hear talked about, um, please shoot me over an email, dadhardpod at gmail.com, or you can hit me on Twitter at dadhardpod1, and definitely check out the IG, that's Instagram for all us cool dads out there, you know what I'm saying, uh, but the Instagram is dadhardpod, and you know, what I'll be doing kind of each week is is dropping different album type artwork for each episode that'll be funny lighthearted. uh at least i hope it'll be funny again it'll probably embarrass my daughter when she's 16 18 and um you know that'll hopefully keep me from having to buy that shotgun but anyway bottom line is i hope you enjoy i hope this is helpful for you and it's really an outlet for me to kind of learn from other people, learn from you, learn from the guests that I have on the show. I got some really cool people uh, coming on over the next couple of weeks to talk about some really fun type of stuff. So I hope you enjoy. Uh, we're going to take a quick little music break. 
Uh, but what we're going to do when I come back is kind of give you what I call the dad center highlight reel of my last 46 weeks, you know, 40 weeks of pregnancy and the six weeks of my daughter's life. So, you know, if you're thinking about having a kid or you're before that 46 weeks, you know what to expect because trust me when I tell you, your boy went through it. Uh, but we're going to take a quick musical break right now and I'll catch you on the other side. In the days before you got blazed and lost in the haze. Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fine. Right, right. Remember back in the days before you had brains or cared about your waves. Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fine. Right, right. Remember the sandbox, little league ball, felt like the sandlot. I was the bambino, the salt on the swap. And Doc was more like Benny the Jet, no handy, but yet. Pops tell us to drink up, like this will put some hair in your chest. That was before we knew how to stare at some breasts. But when you caught your first bad pair, that was the best. The first sight had me in it from jump. Thinking back to my first schoolboy crush, her little senorita that I call Serenina. She made me crack a smile every time that I would see her. Me and the boy Tyler thought, who she gonna be with? And when we she are me, back with the dad heart, with the podcast. Uh, that was me on, on the ones and twos on the microphone, you know what I mean? That was back from my musical days when I used to rap and whatnot. But like I said, we was going to take a little musical break. And, I, you know, I'll do that from time to time. I'm into music. I used to do music myself. So, you know, we'll do that from time to time. It's the first episode, so I'm kind of trying some things out here. I don't have anybody to talk to this week. You know, we'll start getting into that maybe week two, week three. Um, like I said, I got a couple cool guests coming up for you guys that I think will be really cool to be fun stuff to talk about. But for right now, what I want to do is is get into um, my first experience with fatherhood. And, and I, like all of us fathers and parents in general, that starts when you find out that you're pregnant. Because, you know, everything's cool, even if you're already pregnant. But, like, yeah, everything's cool until you find out that you're pregnant. Then it's like this switch goes on in, like, Westworld with robots and stuff like that. And boom, everything changes. It's just a whole new world, you know, like on some Aladdin shit. Um, and that's when life changes, and rightfully so. Um, pregnancy is a hard, hard thing to go through. I watch my wife go through so many different stages of it. There's so many... So many different things. It was it was crazy, and I just like wanted to to always just reach out, and, like hug her, and, like cry for her because she just went through the whole nine. Like anything that you can imagine, she went through it. So now when I when I find out my friends are pregnant or you know uh, they're having babies, etc., I always tell them like, "Yo, call my wife. She knows everything. She went through everything, yo, everything. I swear to God, from." Three months of, of feeling nauseous, waking up morning to night, just nauseous, headaches, stomach turning. You know, the good thing is, I guess she never really threw up, but, you know, stomach turning, everything. You having a diet, all she could keep down was like Italian bread and, and Cabot cheddar cheese. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm serious. It was crazy. Um, and then from, from there, you know, she had all types of issues with the pregnancy all the way leading up to the end when this baby, I'm telling you, she's cute as hell right now. But let me tell you, man, 
this she did not want to come out. She would she would have stayed there for another fifty weeks if we had let her just chilling and like and chilling sideways, like just feet up on the beach, lawn chair style. She did not want to get her head down and just pop out. Um, and it was tough. It was really, really, really tough. So, you know, going back to those dad blogs I was talking about earlier, that was the one thing that helped me because my wife said a lot of fucked up shit to me. And you know what? Some of the times probably deserved it, but uh, it's just the hormones and things are crazy. So, you know, what I kind of realized during that time is, is the biggest lesson that I've actually learned so far about parenting. And that's when you're a parent, you, you're a team and you got to be a team. You have to be a team. And if that means that your your role on the team at that given time is sitting there and taking shit being spoken to you, then you got to sit there and let shit be spoken to you. That took me a long time to learn that. But once I did, it really helped me to cope with it and kind of tune it out which, you know, my wife didn't really like because when I don't answer her, she thinks that, you know, something's wrong and she gets even madder. But but it, it really helped. It, it helped me to cope with it. It helped me to learn that, that this is what's going to happen. There's going to be times where we don't see eye to eye. There's going to be times where I do fucked up shit. There's going to be times where she needs me to do something and, and I can't do it or, you know, whatever the reason may be. But, you know, you have to be a team about it. And, like I said, a lot of times my role was just sitting there and just taking shit being talked to me. And I hopefully took it sometimes like a champ. Of course, there was always some fights and that's going to happen. But you know, a lot of times I took it like a champ, I feel like. And, um, you know, we made it. We made this beautiful, 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 beautiful daughter. Uh, she is just so gorgeous, man. I can't even get over it. Um, so what I'll, what I'll go through now is kind of these last six weeks. Um, of being a father because it's it's really been like a whole new world to me, a whole new experience um, and a crazy experience because what they definitely don't tell you on the dad blogs, they tell you, you know, birth is a crazy experience and you got to be there for your wife, hold her hand. And yeah, I did all that. My wife had a C-section and, and it was probably for the better. The recovery was crazy, but it was probably for the better um, because me and her really like, you know, I, felt like I was really able to help her as she was going through it. You know, she was a little bit lucid. She had that epidural, but like I was able to be there by her head and she wasn't in pain. She was nervous. She was scared. I was petrified also, but I couldn't show that to her, you know, but she was scared and about what was, cause she didn't know what was going on. And I really felt that I could be there as her rock um, to let her know it's okay. It's okay. Everything's fine. The doctors are doing it. All oh, her doctors yelling at her to call down and um and then finally when they took out that baby girl and you hear it cry for the first time and you just know that it's real it's just like oh shit man this is mine this is gonna be crazy and then they pull it back behind it over the sheet or from around the corner of the sheet, I guess I should say, they're holding it by like the leg, and you're like, what is this, a Thanksgiving turkey? And they drip, and it's dripping in goop, and then they just like put it on a plate. And then they turn, and they walk away. And I'm sitting there, I'm looking at I'm like, wait, this is my child? That, that's mine? Like, that, that's mine, right? Why are you just like leaving it? 
can I go and touch it? They're like, yeah, yeah, you, 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 you can go and touch it. And I said, okay, my wife, my, my wife, I'm going to go over here and, and talk to the baby. And she didn't like that very much. But, you know, I, I went over and I, I was like trying to, I didn't want to touch it. I didn't know if I was going to hurt it, if I like poke it. What do I do? Do I talk to it? Can it understand me? Like, it's like looking, it can't even open its eyes. It's got like shit all over its eyes and they're giving her shots. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And it's like under a light and so on his plate naked, like, and and they're like, no, no, you you can touch it. That 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 is your child. And I'm like, all right. So like, I, I I reach down to it, and the first thing she does is she grabs my finger. This girl is alive for like thirty five seconds, and she just like knew that like if she reached up and she grabbed my finger, she would just like know everything is okay. And I hope that forever she could do that to me and, and know that it's okay. Uh, and it was like, I started crying. That was the most beautiful moment of my entire life. Well, up to that point, because it's the real most beautiful moment of my life happened about four and a half seconds later when after I'm like, got so happy I'm touching this baby. It's my baby and it's all cool. I cut the umbilical cord and all that stuff. And then my wife is like, babe, babe, I need you. And she needed me. But the baby won't let go of my finger. My wife needs me. And I'm like, what am I going to do? So I reach my hand out over and my wife grabbed my hand. So I have my wife in one hand and I have my baby grabbing my, my baby girl grabbing my finger. And I was, I felt like I was baptized and I'm not even Catholic. I'm Jewish. But I assume that this is what a baptism feels like because it's just like I was reborn. Like I'm like a new person. I saw like light and had this godly moment. I had the two most important people that will ever be in my life holding me so hard by each of their hands. And it was just a phenomenal experience. And forever like that, forever changed my life. And it's just crazy. From there, you know, it was then just a big whirlwind of stuff. You know, this, this delivery. So whirlwind of stuff because like immediately after that they're like okay Mr. Jackson um we're gonna have to take you down to recovery and we're gonna take you and the baby and your wife's gonna get stitched up and my wife's like wait what you leaving and I'm like well wait what I'm leaving and then they taking the baby I'm like wait what she's leaving I, I had no idea what's going on but you know what the baby needs me I, they my wife got doctors the baby don't got nobody she's on a plane so I follow the baby out into recovery I, I get down there I like I'm getting calls from from friends to see what the update is etc. Um, and I, 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 the baby's still on a plate and there's a nurse down in recovery and they're like weighing her and, and taking the measurements of her head and, and her length and all this stuff and then I'm just like in amazement I'm like what the hell just happened I've been up for like 40 hours like she didn't even go through labor but I'm still up for like 40 hours the anticipation I felt like I've been up for like days it's crazy um, the energy that you spend, and then as soon as she's done taking the measurements of my daughter's head, she takes this plate that she's still on, and she wheels it over to me, and she says, here you go. She's all yours. Good night, and good luck. And then she walked away. <laughs> and I'm still so standing there in the middle of this empty recovery room with this newborn child. She's literally 14 minutes old, and she's on a plate. She's still on it. She's on a plate. I'm telling you, dads, you, you newcoming dads and people that aren't parents yet, y'all know about this plate. But dads, y'all know about this plate. They just put it on this plate. And I, like, I couldn't believe it. And they said, it's all yours. Here you go. 
total love. And I'm looking at the nurse, I'm like, are you sure? Like, you sure you want to give this thing to me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't need to sign papers. You want to do like an interview? Like, take my DNA? Like, a questionnaire? Something? Like, you need identification? Like, what? You just, you just go give this to me? I don't, like, I know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm doing. What the hell is going on? And she walked away. And from that point on, I realized that, like, when you're a parent, when you're a father especially, you got to figure it out. And you just got to do what you think is right. And so I, I did what I thought was right. And I walked right over to my daughter and I put my finger down again and she grabbed it again. She grabbed it so hard. And I was like, all right, she's all right. And she knows she's all right. And I couldn't bear to like pick her up yet. It was it was a little too much for me. And I also didn't like want myself to be the first person to hold her. It was weird. But you know, I, I didn't feel right doing that without my wife there and stuff like that. She was really into wanting this skin to skin on the first time and she kinda got to miss that out as soon as the baby was born because of the C section. But, you know, I so I'm standing there and she's holding my finger. And it was beautiful again. And then they wheeled my wife and I said, Thank God. Oh, thank God. Oh. So I wheeled this plate over to my wife right next to her bedside. And she's still out of it a little bit. But all she wanted to do was see see the baby. And it was beautiful to watch her want to see this thing so bad. And she saw it and she started crying. And I could just see the amount of love that she had for this thing. The same amount of love that I have for this thing. Um, she's going to claim that she had more love because she was carrying around for 40 weeks and two days. But, you know. I'll give her that one again. They say all sorts of crazy shit to you. So my wife finally gets there and, and we're seeing a baby and um, it's a, just a beautiful thing. And, you know, they, they're in recovery. Parents are, co- you know, our parents are coming in. Her brother's coming in. Brother's girlfriend's coming in. All seeing a baby. And she's just, oh, man. Other than her grabbing my finger, she's like smiling. You know, they say babies cry like so much when they come. She didn't even cry. She, she didn't even cry. She just was smiling. I was just like, yo, that is my child right there. She's just a small ball of flesh and it's mine. That's all mine. You know, I get to mold that flesh. Um, and the next couple of days at the hospital were crazy. I don't remember any of it because I didn't sleep a wink. And every time the baby made a move or whatever, they, I think they taught me how to change a diaper. And I think they taught me how to swaddle her. And I think they said stuff about breastfeeding. And uh, somebody came in and was talking about Billy Rubin. And I didn't know who that was. I thought it was like the lead singer of fucking Nirvana or some shit. And... Um, but, you know, I learned it later as, like, some medical stuff having to do with jaundice where they get yellow. But, you know, like I said, it's not a medical pod. Um, but then we, we took her home. And uh, it was crazy taking her home, getting her in that car seat and driving her in the, in, in, in the car. You know, it was the one time I was really happy to her. My wife's dad is a really slow driver uh, because I'm in there with the baby. Like, yo, Joe, don't go fast. Don't go fast. Um, but we get her home and we take her in and we walk in the door and we look at each other and we're like, well, what the fuck do we do now? And again, you realize you just got to figure it out. There's no podcast. There's no blog. There's no book. There's no manual for a baby. Uh, so that's what we've been doing. We've been figuring it out. 
and uh, we went through some stuff. I'll get into some more details as the, as the weeks progress. But we had a lot of a lot of scary moments in the first couple couple weeks, first couple days. Um, you know, my my wife was breastfeeding, and you know that's a son of a bitch right there. Um, so all all you fathers out there and, and women out there believe in the propaganda that breastfeeding is this beautiful, beautiful thing. You know what you can do with that? Keep believing that pregnancy is a beautiful, beautiful thing. You're going to get hit real hard in your fucking face with some reality because it is a motherfucker. And it's been tough, but you know what? We figured it out. The second, we first couple weeks, our daughter lost a lot of weight. Um, she wasn't eating properly. And, you know, like I said in the first part of the pod, I called my fucking pediatrician and they gave us a plan and, and we did it. And, we were waking up every two hours to feed this girl. Every two hours, feeding her breast milk and boobs and bottles and formula and whatever we could to get her to gain weight. And you know what? Just like when she was first born, she ain't really even crying. She was cool. She was she was happy. She was losing all this weight. She lost almost a pound in her first two weeks of life, and she was happy every step of the way. You know, she had a, was born with a tongue tie, and it was a pretty bad tongue tie. For those of you that don't know what that is, it's when, like, the, the little stringy thing under your tongue, I don't know what it's called, attaches all the way to the tip of your tongue. So she didn't have good tongue motion. Couldn't move it back and forth. Couldn't really, like, lick, lick the nipple, you know? Um us guys, we're really good at we we know how to do that. My baby, she couldn't do it. Um, so we had to get a tongue snip. Oh God, Jesus Christ, that was a whole nother thing. The doctor tells me, yeah, yeah, it's gonna ooze a little bit. It is gonna ooze. It, it'll be fine. You just snip it, it'll ooze. Little did I know, oozing means a mouthful of blood. She looked like Brock Lesnar after a UFC fight, man. Like, oh, I'm like, what the hell? Didn't even cry. She took it like a chance. She's like, she's in my arms the whole time. I was watching the whole thing do it, uh, watching the doctor do it, and she didn't even cry. She was like laughing. She was like laughing at the whole thing. It was crazy. Um, but we had to get that done. It really helped a lot, you know. So uh, I'll get my first recommendation, fellas out there. If you, you know, your pediatrician comes in and says that they have a tongue tie, again, I'm not a pediatrician, but it worked for me. Sniff the motherfucker. It, it really helped a lot, like tenfold. Um, but we've done everything so far. Lactation consultants, a couple of them. Uh, you know, my wife's in a, in a, in a, in a parent my mom group right now. Um, and it's fantastic. She's learning so much and, and it's really helpful to us. Um, but the first four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, your baby does a lot of sleeping. It does a lot of shit. A lot of shit. There's a lot of, lot of shit. There's all the time. All the nine shits a day. They gave us a little a notepad when we were in the hospital about how many times you're supposed to change a diaper and what you're supposed to look for. Nine times a day this baby was supposed to shit. That's crazy. And that's, that's what she did. She shit, she ate, she slept. She ate, she shit, she slept. She slept, she shit, she ate. And that's what it was. It was great. But now... It's week six, and she's, like, doing things. She's, like, moving her arms. She's kicking them around. She's, like, smiling all again. She's such a smiley baby. She's smiling all the time. And I really see that the one main thing that I see in her development this week is that she, like, is reacting to stuff. 
So my wife and I, we have like some songs that we're singing her. And you know, I made like playlists and I'd sing her songs before and she'd just look over me like, but now she's like laughing. She like makes sounds. You know what I mean? We set up, she's sitting up. She's like watching TV with us. She's like sitting on her lap face now. You know, we have this little swing. She sinks, uh, she sits in it while she's swinging around and she's looking up at the mobile that's going around. It has a little mirror. She's seeing herself and she's smiling, laughing, making all sorts of sounds. The reaction, the reactions that she's having this week. Fellas, week six, the first four weeks are tough. They're really, 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 really tough. You do not sleep. So if you think that you're going to sleep, sleep right now. Literally, turn the podcast off, go to sleep. I'm telling you, go to sleep. but Because you will not get sleep. You sleep maybe two hours at a time. And that's about it. But six weeks, it's all worth it. Because they're like becoming a person. You can see that they're becoming a person. And the reactions that she has, man, I can like read her books. And she like pays attention. She doesn't know what the fuck I'm saying and what she's looking at, but she pays attention. And it's crazy. And like these books, like, you know, like Goodnight Moon or like stuff at the end. I've noticed a lot of these baby books, like the baby always just like goes to sleep at the end. She actually goes to sleep at the end. It's crazy. She like does these baby books work. These people are geniuses, ladies and gentlemen. They're geniuses. But her reactions to stuff and her laughing, like she really laughs. Now and it's really really cool. Uh, like I'll be feeding her in my arms, and I just hear go <laughs> and feel her like belly like rumbling back and forth. It's fantastic. It's just fucking unbelievable. Um, and that's the main thing from week six. Week six is the reaction. Apparently, they start going through like their first biggest leap, so they notice things. Their sight, they can see further in the distance. So like she actually reacts when she sees me. Um, you know, uh, I'll get into what my favorite thing is in a later episode. Uh, I won't go into that now because I don't want to like ruin a surprise for you guys. But, you know, she sees me, she smiles. She sees my wife, she smiles. She sees her grandma, she smiles. She sees her grandpa, she smiles. And she sees her uncle smiles. It's just a beautiful thing. Um, the reaction. Week six, that is like, that's the week. That is the week when you're like, ha. This is all like real now. Um, but that's really it for me. Uh, I guess that, that that's all I got to say. I don't even know if I said a lot, but like told you what I went through. Uh, and that's what this is going to be. It's going to be me talking to you about what I went through. Hopefully it won't be as long-winded as it was this time with just me talking. Uh, but next week, maybe another talking episode. Uh, just That's week seven you're supposed to evolve even more so it might just be another quick talking episode for you but we you know third week third episode fourth episode i got some really cool guests lined up for you guys so please stay tuned once again i thank you very much very 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 much for tuning in to the podcast you know the dad hard with a podcast um i really appreciate it and again if you have any questions, comments, you just want to connect on some dad brotherhood type of level, uh, please shoot me an email, dadhardpod at gmail.com. Hit me on, follow me on Instagram, dadhardpod. Follow me on Twitter. Check out the Twitter. I don't really know how to use it yet, but I'll figure it out. Uh, dadhardpod1. And, you know, I'll uh, hopefully be talking to y'all again next week. I really appreciate it. Peace. Peace.
Remember back in the days before you got blazed and lost in the haze. Gotta remember the good times. Remember man. back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. Remember back in the days before you had brains or cared about your ways. Didn't care about nothing, man. Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. Ain't that the truth, man? I wish I could go back being a little kid again, man. Yes, I do. Remember them good times. Everything was free spirit and all that. I'm talking the playground. He was playing on the monkey balls or whatever. Sprinklers. Hydrants going off in the street in the summertime. That home cooking. Can't be that, man. You remember. And if not, need to rewind this one. I'm back in the days before you got blazed and lost in the haze. Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right.